Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding TV. I am David Chen. I'm Sinhan Tadlaka. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's a special edition featuring your boys, David Chen and Siddhanth, because, you know, this podcast, when it was created, uh, it was called Decoding Westworld, it had a different name. I know it feels like a million years ago when we were talking about a show called Westworld on a podcast called Decoding Westworld, but uh, it has since been rebranded. And it, it's a good thing too, huh, Siddhanth, because if we had left at Decoding Westworld, then this podcast would be pretty lame as of today. And honestly, you know, given that framing, like I, I'd rather take the cancellation of Westworld than the cancellation of like all of TV. <laughs> so given the option. Yes. I mean, basically what we are here to discuss is uh, it was announced today that HBO has canceled Westworld after season four. It's just cancel culture on amok. Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan, the people who uh, made Westworld, had apparently planned to conclude the season in season five. Here's what Nolan said. Uh, I'm reading from Hollywood Reporter. Quote, we always plan for a fifth and final season. We are still in conversations with the network. We very much hope to make them. Uh, and then Lisa Joy says, Jonah and I have always had an ending in mind that we hope to reach. We have not quite reached it yet. Uh, HBO made a statement. So so let me pause there. And when I read that in the Hollywood Reporter, I was like, wait, so is a fifth season still possible? Mm -hmm. Maybe at another network? Like, who knows? HBO issued a statement over the past four seasons. Lisa and Jonathan have taken viewers on a mind-bending odyssey, raising the bar at every step. We are tremendously grateful to them, along with their immensely talented cast, producers, and crew, and all of our partners at Kilter Films, Bad Robot, and Warner Brothers Television. It's been a thrill to join them on this journey, end quote. So, like, it feels like definitively... HBO is like, we're done. Quick reaction from you, Siddhanta Dlaka. Like, when you first heard this news, what were your thoughts? I was surprised, but also I, I wasn't too bummed, weirdly enough, just because I had made my peace with the idea that we may not get any more because, you know, things were being canceled left and right. Um, and given the way the last season ended, if you recall, like I said, now if the show ends here, uh, it, it'll form like this nice narrative loop where it kind of comes back to the beginning and, mm -hmm. you know, you can watch season four, the season four finale, which is now the series finale, most likely. And then you can immediately start uh, the first episode of the first season again and have it make some amount of yes. metaphysical sense. Yes, yes. Uh, the show actually ends up being cyclical. Yeah. And so you can watch the final episode, then start at the first episode, and then just keep watching it, and it will still make sense. <laughs> so, If you so desire. Yeah. Uh, so I will say uh, I am uh, very ambivalent about it, because on the one hand, 
uh, why is that funny? <laughs> uh, the hosts of Decoding Westworld are kind of ambivalent about it. <laughs> on the one, well, first of all, it's called Decoding TV now, but also, oh, fine. Uh, on the one hand, it's clear that they like if you watch the end of season four, it's clear that they had some kind of plan. They yeah. originally had had options to go up to a season six. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clear they definitely had a plan for season five. Uh, so it is sad that we won't get to see that on screen. Like it's sad when a creator has a plan and it doesn't show up on screen. Yes. Um, it also theoretically, you know, my first reaction was also, does this theoretically lessen the value of Westworld? Because uh, a show is more valuable as a thing that you can sell to other territories or sell on Blu-ray or, you know, uh, put on streaming in other places if uh, it feels like a complete product, you know? seasons one through uh eight of whatever or seasons one through nine of whatever show like it, it and, and you f- it feels like a complete story whereas mm-hmm. if you if it's like hey season four is not the last season and we wanted to make a season five but we couldn't you know maybe people won't really be motivated to start westworld season one anymore but then i quickly realized i don't know if it would have helped <laughs> what i mean by that is <laughs> i don't know if like having a season five would have helped because you and I talked about it on this podcast uh, at podcast.decodingtv.com. And uh, season four was only comprehensible to those who were really diehard fans of seasons one through three. And it ended pretty incomprehensibly. So I don't really didn't really have that much faith that season five would bring it back. You know, like they kind of get one... Uh, redemption season and season four was it for them I thought and I don't mm-hmm. think they st- stuck the landing right like season four had a pretty rough ending we enjoyed season four of Westworld but like the ending was pretty bad and I, I didn't have faith that a season five would make it like all make sense and lock into place and be super satisfying you know so yeah I, I have to agree with that even though I, I'll say I was curious about where it was going to go now that uh, we'd seen it kind of both come back to the beginning and uh, it, it was, you know, clearly going to do what a lot of people had been asking for, which is take us back to, you know, the Westworld Park, but it was going to do it in a whole new way. Um, so I was curious. You know, I wouldn't say I was champing at the bit for it. Um, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate when any show gets canceled, of course. But um, yeah, if I if I sound uh, down right now to those listening to this, it's because I uh, just watched the movie After Sun like twenty minutes ago. That's why it has nothing to do with Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> Although, David, so, uh, I, I have to ask: Are there any shows you think that were cancelled prematurely that you know you could potentially like recommend to people the way we talk about things that? Uh, did eventually, you know, come to completion, something like The Wire or The Sopranos or whatever it is. Because I can only think of one off the top of my head. So I know it's not impossible, but you're right. It is It is a different thing when a show doesn't get to go out on its own terms. Uh, I think a lot of people think the show Terriers falls into that category where it was mm-hmm. canceled after one season mm-hmm. and people love the season. And it's like, it's a huge bummer that the show got canceled. Um I, I will be honest, I generally don't recommend any shows where I feel like the creator's vision has been significantly abridged, you know? Yeah. Uh, in um, in general. Not I'm not saying there's no exceptions, but like in general, I feel like and, and of course, like any act of creation involves some compromises, you know, like there's limited budgets and limited time. And so 
Um, not every creator gets to have exactly what they envisioned on screen. But in the case of this, like they clearly had a plan for another season and they're not going to get to execute it. So um, I, at this point, I would feel very wary about recommending any of Westworld other than season, <laughs> other than season one, which I still think mm-hmm. if you just watch season one and stopped uh, there and it, you know had a standalone uh, experience there, I think that would still be pretty satisfying, to be honest with you. I mean, let's yeah, talk a little bit about, let's reflect a little bit about the, the season. But yeah, sure, go ahead. Hit me up with yeah. the, the TV shows you're talking about. And also come to think of it, like the, the one show, that, the canceled show that I would recommend, uh, Enlightened, which is, I believe, by the creator of White Lotus. Yes, that's right. Um, it's a two-season show starring Laura Dern. Um, yeah. It is a very, very different thing from Westworld because it's not like this, you know, sci-fi mystery winding thing. It's yeah. It's also the kind of show where you can get something out of, you know, even just a single episode. Whereas if you drop someone into the middle of Westworld, there's, uh, they're going to be lost. I mean, if you drop someone at the beginning of Westworld, they may not find their way either. Um, but, you know, I, as much as I have, you know, taken issues with so much of the show, um, it, you know, how often do you see something that looks like that and feels you know, on that scale and has such a, you know, pristine look to it when it comes to the way it, you know, creates its world. I agree. Uh, I was thinking we can talk a little bit about some of the seasons of Westworld before Mm -hmm. we wrap up this uh, brief update here. I mean, I thought season one was pretty great overall. And I think the in my head canon, what happened is the creators of the show got so enamored of trying to beat the audience, like trying mm-hmm. to outsmart the audience, that they shoved in all these twists and turns into season two, where it felt like every episode or every two episodes we were being given some big reveal. And I thought season two was was pretty much a mess. Mm-hmm. Some great episodes in season two. Like there were some episodes of season two that were really pretty incredible. Uh, I'm thinking of uh Kiksuya as an example uh Akane no Mai is an episode that I think a lot of people enjoy the style of you know there, there's a bunch of cool episodes in season two but like overall I didn't think yep. it was a success and then season three I thought was just really rough it was oh, yeah. no one's behaving as we think they might behave like why does Dolores want to save the world now when she spent the last two seasons wanting to destroy the you know it's like it it was pretty rough. And then season four really was a return to form, really was like came close to the greatness of season one, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some big twists in season four, but like largely they had things under control compared to seasons two and three. So that was kind of my journey with the show. What did you think of it? I think we're more or less on the same page again. Um, I, I think what enamored me about Westworld in the beginning, apart from, you know, the name, because the, the original movie is something I watched growing up, even though this has very little in common with it. Um, apart from the name, something I really liked was, we talked about this way at the beginning when we started working together, uh, the introduction of all these really, really heady ideas. And I think that's what kept bringing me back, even though uh, there was very rarely a payoff. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would keep coming back to see like what what is this show doing conceptually even if you know it doesn't fully work in execution like in in the first season you had the introduction of you know the idea of the bicameral mind and these conversations about consciousness and yeah. and you know, suffering it, suffering yeah. being a critical part of like what it means to be human and so on yeah 
And it's a show that is very much about the question of like, okay, these robots or whatever you want to call them have some kind of consciousness. And is that what defines a human being? And I think that's a question, that's the kind of question that should be left sort of, you know, ambiguous or mysterious. But as we get into like the second season, it's just like, no, yeah, they're basically people now. They're people who can like, you know, self-replicate. So they're people who can't die. So don't worry too much about it either. Like, you know, it's a little harder to get invested when it's like, oh, they blew up. All right, well, just put put the mind pool in another body, you know. Um, and season two, you know, a, a mess because it tries so hard to swerve um, at at every turn, pretty much. Uh, because even, even just structurally, it's like, all right, we, you know, we open after this, you know, massacre has taken place. And then half of it is bernard remembering things and then you have to put the pieces together um but again it has my favorite individual episode of the show Uh, i can't remember what it's called but it's the one where um you have the fidelity tests for the first time with jim Dallas, and it gets into like you know the idea of like all right so westworld as a concept is you know even though the first season was all about existing in this park existing in this game it opens up the world of the show because it's like, all right, this was just one aspect of the show because the park and all that is just an experiment for some bigger, more profound and out there tech idea about like immortality. Mm-hmm. Um, and that idea doesn't really come back around in any meaningful way until the fourth season, not even really in the same way. Um but yeah, that's an idea that I thought, oh, if they go down this route, it's going to be really interesting. But alas, uh, season three was all about. I'm not frozen. I just have nothing to say. <laughs> the real world and trying to. I mean, I mean, it see, had a lot of chappies. Season three is fascinating because it feels almost like a, a different from a different show. It's like, yeah. It's tackling big ideas around AI and human predestination oh, right. and those kinds of things. Um, you know, all that stuff is like cool. It just doesn't feel like Westworld. And I think that say what you will about the show. Like there were so many great things about the show and you, you're reminding me, yeah, all the stuff with Delos and the fidelity stuff in season two was pretty great. There's some all time great episodes in season two. There are also some all time terrible episodes in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, but the show always swung big, as you said, uh, it always had an amazing music by Ramin Javadi and like those awesome piano covers and orchestral yes. covers of, of uh, classic songs. Like love that. Um, and it's and the it rare show that to... it's sorry to interrupt. It's the rare show that sort of wove together. It's music and it's like environmental sound design as well. Yeah. 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 And it always tried to uh, take on these big ideas, even if they didn't necessarily fit within the narrative of a show. Like, mm-hmm. Like season three being the best example, like what if we were all controlled by a computer that told us what to do? Like that's, that, that's a fascinating idea. doesn't feel like it belongs in the show Westworld. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have made this a relatively straightforward show about, Hey, there's a fun park that people like to go to. And, but the park is up to some evil things. They did not go that route. There's like mm-hmm. 18 different subplots that they decided <laughs> to choose. Um, I appreciate the ambition of the show. Yeah, it didn't always work, but it's it's kind of a bummer that we don't have a show out there, even really trying things to the same extent that the show is. Uh, okay, a few other pieces of news that I thought were pretty interesting about the cancellation. 
first of all, Hollywood Reporter has a piece called Why HBO Canceled Westworld. That's pretty interesting. Um, sources note that the season, that season four of Westworld, which only had eight episodes, apparently cost at least $160 million, end quote. That is a staggering amount of money. By the way, um, season one, which was released in 2016, only apparently cost $100 million for comparison. Uh, I mean, I'm stunned they spent $160 million on Westworld for season four. We should also point out that uh, the viewership, which was once extremely high at around 12 million people and was considered like a tentpole of HBO programming, uh, by season four had shrunk to around 4 million people. Compare this to Game of Thrones, which is getting around 9 million viewers per episode, and you see that it's uh, it's not a show that they can afford to spend Game of Thrones dollar amounts on yeah. uh, because the viewership is just not there. It's also worth uh, remembering that uh, this show has won a crap ton of awards. It has been nominated for 54 Emmys over the course of its time. And uh, Tandy Newton or uh, Tandy Way Newton won um, a supporting actress for the show. So it Which was like, was it, um, I don't recall exactly, um, but it's a fact. Uh, Thank and you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I wasn't disputing that. No, I know. <laughs> This was in uh, 2018 when she okay. when she won it. So, um, two, and uh, yeah, I think that's right. Um, and so, like, it, it basically, for people who are just tuning into the podcast now, it might be strange that anyone would ever consider spending 160 million dollars on a season of Westworld. But what I'm trying to say is, five or six years ago, it was a pretty freaking big deal. Mm-hmm. and now it's not anymore. There's some shows that gain viewership over time and people become more and more excited about them. Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, those are shows like that. This is a show that lost viewership over time, and that's just deadly when it comes to a show this expensive. Uh, and that's really unfortunate. Uh, I will pause there. Do you have any thoughts on that? If not, I have one other piece of news I wanted to share about it. Um, you mentioned the word tentpole. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens to... The Westworld IP next, if anything, is it going to remain dormant for a bit? Are we going to go mm. back to basics with Terminator Cowboy in ancient Rome? I'd like to see something, you know, non-intellectual and just silly. <laughs> but um, well, RIP been, Westworld. There's been uh, some speculation. I mean, this news is just broken. So who oh. knows what's going to happen? Like this news of the cancellation just broke earlier today. Oh, right. But, but um, people have speculated like maybe they'll end it with a comic book. Maybe uh, maybe the fans will demand a movie like they did with Deadwood. You know, what I mean, like, yeah, it's po- like other things could happen. Who knows? Who knows? Like, maybe the story is not quite over yet. Um, but it is does it one that is it one that has enough support, really? And I say this as but... someone who would be fine with more Westworld, but like, that, that's is the it... thing is like, do you really have like a groundswell of millions of fans being like, please make a Westworld movie? We need to see season five. Like, to me, the. The positive way to look at the show is, hey, I've already said it, like super ambitious, super beautiful, amazing acting, really big ideas, like, you know, um, fascinating stuff, award worthy, like all all these things. That's the positive case for like why Westworld is a good idea. The negative case or the case against is here's a show that went into its first season with tons of goodwill, tons of viewership, tons of fan enthusiasm, and basically has squandered most of it mm-hmm. uh, in the last six years. And, 
you know, I, I don't know that there's going to be a groundswell of people being like, finish season five, because I, I don't think people even know what to expect, as as we have discussed here on this podcast. So uh, there is no season five to really demand. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and from what I've seen, even the response online, like, you know, every show has, like, its diehard fans. But, like, for the most part, the response online has just been like, oh, okay. That, that, that's sad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen people being very snarky and being like, yes, I am also shocked that Westworld is still on. And it's like, okay, come on. I was talking about like the most like supportive comments yeah. that were like, well, you know. but yeah. I, I believe you mentioned something earlier before we were recording that um, a lot of the people are still getting paid, which is good. Yeah, that was what I was going to say is according to Deadline, the Westworld core cast will still be paid for season five after cancellation. Um. But uh, according to Nelly and Driva uh, at Deadline, I hear they will be paid for season five regardless of the fact that it will not be produced, end quote. Uh, and that this amount totals to around, I think, uh, 10 to $15 million for all of their salaries. Wow. This would be for the core group of like uh, Tessa Thompson, Aaron Paul, uh, Rachel uh, Evan Wood, Jeffrey Wright, Tandy Way Newton, and I assume Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Fine. Those people all did great work for the show. I'm glad they're getting paid. So, um, but now we know where that hundred sixty million dollars went to is like a lot of a significant <laughs> portion of it went to this talent. So, um, anyway, I I do just want to take one last moment and say uh, thank you again, Sedantet Laka, for hopping on the mic with me for decoding Westworld. Uh, who knows whether or not decoding TV would exist if you hadn't joined me for decoding Westworld season four. I don't know. Who knows? Thank you. Uh, I will take all the credit, <laughs> but uh, I, I am very grateful that you uh, agreed to join me for uh, this podcast and I hope you had a great time. And I know we, you know, deep down, I, I think we were hoping that we would get to cover season five together because it was so much fun to cover season four together. But at this point, it's looking like that's not going to happen. So, yeah, it, it was fun. You know, we're going to we're going to pull one out for the fleeps. But, um, you know, all <laughs> things must end. Uh, these these violent delights have come to they've sort of petered out really um <laughs> but yeah thank you for having me and i'm looking forward to collaborating more on non-westworld things indeed well he is sedanta laka follow him on twitter and check out his work over at ign.com i am david chen you listen to decoding tv so you know where i'm from um and sedanta and i will be back uh i think this month later this month we'll be covering mm-hmm. some uh some TV uh, that's going to be hitting uh, the Decoding TV podcast feed pretty soon. So we'll have more to say about that in the near future. But until then, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you later. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.